0: Welcome to the Business Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Shamir Shah, and this is episode number 28. Today's guest is the absolutely amazing Boris, Boris Van Zanten. He's the co founder and CEO of the Next Web, and most of you will know it as TNW. Hey, Boris hey good morning good morning banterers before we begin imagine for a moment if I could give you the best possible material to learn and grow your business wouldn't that be of value to you I want to virtually pour you a hot cup of coffee sit you down and give you all I know for free so this is what I'd like you to do head over to businessbanter.com and at the top click on newsletter and sign up the very best of everything my guests and I do, is in the emails. So go ahead, go to businessbanter.com, and at the top, click on newsletter and sign up. Boris, are you ready for the banter? I am. Excellent. Boris is a serial internet entrepreneur, and for the past 10 years, he has been running The Next Web, which is TNW, as its co-founder and CEO. Boris started his first company in 1997 and sold it during the hype of 1999. His second company was the first Wi-Fi hotspot operator in the Netherlands, which they sold to KPN in 2003. It was soon rebranded to KPN hotspots, and you can still use it today. Boris spends a lot of time on keeping up with new trends on the internet and in technology in general. I know Boris has an especially keen eye on startups and entrepreneurship. So, Bantras... Take a piece of paper and a pen and write a bunch of stuff down because you're going to get some gold right here. Boris, take a few minutes and tell us about your journey of getting where you are today and a little bit about your personal life.
1: Um, I don't think your podcast is uh, long enough uh, to tell you the whole story, but uh, I'll give you the short wrap up. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, um, I I left school when I was 14 and I went to the circus school. I graduated there three years later as a professional juggler. Then I went to art school. I graduated there five years later, uh, and after that I started my first company. So uh, I don't have the uh, the like the usual path to uh, becoming a businessman but uh, the the circus school uh, taught me to work hard and uh, art school taught me to look at the world differently and uh, i think those are the qualities that um, helped me get ahead as an entrepreneur brilliant 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 a little bit about your personal life Uh, I live in Amsterdam, very close to our office in Amsterdam, uh, the main office, uh, with my girlfriend and our two uh, daughters, who are 11 and uh, 14. Um, And yeah, that's it. Brilliant, brilliant, fantastic. Uh, Banterers, a
0: lot of you do know TNW. They are the providers of premium content on tech, startup, entrepreneurship, uh, apps online, mobile apps. It is absolutely phenomenal. I've been following TNW for many, many years now and absolutely love the content they provide. And they keep me on the edge and they keep me at the top of my game simply by listening to the reporting they have on TNW. Boris, how do you generate revenue
1: at the moment? Um, in several ways so what we have is a, a brand there's a, another country in the world where they don't uh, read the next web which is uh, very cool and, and amazing um, and what we do is we try to monetize the brand through a variety of ways uh, the, of course there's just advertising so uh, regular banners we also developed our own ad format so we have a, a canvas which is a very big ad that uh, interacts with the user it's it's sort of similar as seeing a full-page ad in a magazine, but uh, and, and just as, as intuitive. Um, then we have our conferences and events. So We have uh, two bigger conferences a year, one in Amsterdam, one in uh, New York. Uh, we also have a range of smaller events uh, around the world. Uh, then we have some e-commerce uh, uh, yeah, stuff on our site where you can buy gadgets or uh, uh, cables for your end. Uh,
0: fantastic story so or iPhone. Yeah, um,
1: yeah it's, a, it's a variety of, of uh, things really and that's something we learned uh, earlier on where a lot of startups have just one business model one product. Uh, we really have a brand and a variety of ways of, of generating revenue. Yeah, it sounds like there's
0: a multiple different uh, revenue generating channels there, which is absolutely amazing. Most um, startups or, or, or content providers um, in the form of online magazines type, they usually have a few different channels, but I can see you have loads of revenue channels there. And if I may ask, out of interest, how did you actually start TNW? What made you say, this is what we're going to do?
1: it started off uh, as a, uh, yeah sort of a hack really uh, we had a startup we wanted to launch it at a conference but we could not really afford to go to a conference and uh, very naively we said why don't we just organize our own conference then if it if we run a break even it's still conference. and that's how we started and we organized our first conference in three months which is way too short because it takes about a year to organize a conference but we didn't know uh, <laughs> but the conference was great and people loved it and they said uh, we hope you do one again next year, and we're like, Well, we might as well. Um, and that's how the conference got started. Then I think just before or after the second conference we noticed that getting media partnerships was very difficult and we figured like if we hire one blogger to just write 8 posts a day and uh, then we'll keep momentum up the whole year and uh, uh, that's easier than uh, negotiating uh, media partnerships and if we sell 50 after extra tickets then uh, you know we, we earn back the, the fee of, of a full time blogger so uh, just as naively as the, we started the conference we started the block and it just grew from there
0: there you go banterers a lot of ideas are all around us you never know what people want or may need or where a creation of an idea may come from you normally work around different thoughts and uh, uh, processes and thinking where should i go next what should i do think within think what people want think what the environment wants and meaning the people around you society uh, the process of coming up with ideas is quite simple it's the execution that is really difficult but if you get that right, then you have something amazing on your hands, and you know there is so much noise out there. There's so much competition out there, especially with the internet. We've got uh, people like the tech Crunchers, the the Mashables, um, all kinds of uh, uh, news online uh, premise which provide some great value. So, Boris, how do you distinguish yourself and your brand from your competitors? And just to let you know, um, I follow follow you 90% of the time rather than the other people because I know you're on the ball and always at the top of your game but how with all the noise and all the uh, frequency we get online at the moment how do you distinguish yourself and your brand from your competitors Brander
1: well one difference is uh, there are a few differences one difference is we are from Amsterdam which is a very uh, free thinking uh, uh, town in the Netherlands which in itself is a very liberal and open minded uh, uh, country and I think we don't really care what the rest of the world thinks of us Uh, so that's one part right so we're not afraid to take a chance or we're not here to please our shareholders or, or anything we can just do what we want stuff we write about Uh, I think the second thing is we started the blog not with the intention of making money there and although it's now one of the ways we make money and it's a very important part of our company I think that that changed the culture like other blogs they start writing and then they start thinking about how can we write what advertisers like because that's how we're going to generate money we never had that mindset we just wanted to write cool stuff that people are were interested in and then we figured like well you know if we sell every ticket extra tickets that's that's good enough so i think that influenced the way we look at Technology. And then the third point is I I think that we really uh, enjoy technology and and look at the story behind what is going on. So, what is the human element? How can it make your life uh, better? And that means that there's a lot of news we don't write about. Like, you know, if a company raises funding, that's a huge event for a company. Uh, Like, you know, if there's a startup and they ask, they tell us, like, hey, we just raised 30 million and it's really amazing news and nobody else has it and then we're like yeah but that's not really interesting for anybody except you your mother and the investors right it's, it's something to be proud of but it's not really interesting for the rest of the world unless you can tell us the story behind raising the funding right how, how did you screw up what, what what makes this story interesting and and uh, you know what's the lesson that other people can learn from it so i think we have in, the, in that sense a, different perspective on news where we say like well well, there's a lot of news in the world but not everything is newsworthy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Banter is the biggest takeaway there is create a story, have a story behind your product or service or whatever project that you're working on. There has to be a great story because great stories sell. And that is what people want. So when you want to connect with people, people want to hear a great story, not what the benefits and the features are of that product. Yes, benefits do matter because it's going to help that person. But the story behind it, how it emotionally attaches that person to that product is what is vital. Boris, A lot of people on business banter, they're either learning the ropes or they're already on their way to great success. Um, Some of them are startups at the early stages. Um, What advice would you give them in terms of being niche? Do you think having a niche product is beneficial and is one they can um, monetize on very well? Or do you think uh, a niche product with a wider audience? How would you term term that and how would you advise a startup company who thinks they have two your product, for example.
1: Um. So my first advice would be to ignore all advice and just to get started. That's really the best advice any advisor can give is ignore me and uh, follow your heart. And and uh, uh, I'm not just saying that as a joke. Uh, one of my favorite books is uh, Founders at Work. Yeah. It's such a great book because uh, there are about 30 stories in there and you'll read the first story and you'll be taking notes like, oh, I absolutely, absolutely got to do this. I got to find a niche and then, uh, I don't, I should never give up our shares in the beginning because whatever and then you read the second chapter you're like oh wait a minute uh, this person is saying the complete opposite but that also makes sense and then you read the f- third story and slowly you start seeing this pattern where all these people are saying exactly what worked for them and it sounds very smart and, and logical and then but it worked for them because of their personality their timing uh, their kind of company the business they're in the people who work with they work with so there are a lot of, a lot of variables uh, that make the work perfectly so they think it applies to everybody the problem with being entrepreneurs i think that you know you're living right now Uh, you have your own personality you have the team members you work with it's your market nobody knows it knows it as well as you do so you got to find out what works for you Uh, and that's incredibly difficult because you know nobody can tell you what to do you got to do it all yourself and none of the rules apply really and that's the that's the thing with like being a niche company like i can tell you with a straight face that it's always important to find a niche um but then you look at like other companies that like if you look at youtube there were meaning there were 17000 people who tried video uploading and they all sort of failed or went away and the one that we remember is youtube because it was the most successful one and it just yeah. goes to show that you know uh, coming up with a brilliant concept really is irrelevant you got to build something that is exactly right at the right time with the right team executed perfectly and then maybe you become successful
0: i love it i love it ignore all advice and follow your heart banterers. you heard it boris has said it. ignore all advice and follow your heart but of course know what you're getting into what know your product inside out know your audience inside out and help them understand your product by storytelling boris this might hurt you a little bit but you know i've got to ask it, what has been your biggest failure to date in your work life, and more importantly, how did
1: you deal with it? Um, so, there are two answers here. I'll, I'll give you a specific example, but the first thing i think that people have to realize is that as an entrepreneur you make mistakes every day every week every month and i I wouldn't know where to start if i got to name them all Uh, and 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 i I think the difference between an entrepreneur and a manager is that an entrepreneur comes to the office and he knows that there's going to be there will be problems right because that's sort of the world you're in you're in new territory there's no set path, you got to find out everything yourself and usually it's, it's, it's like groping around in the dark, bumping your head 20 times oh. o- until you <laughs> see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I think managers, they come to the office and they manage processes, right? So they just, they know that everything is okay. If there's a problem, they lose sleep over it. So I think entrepreneurs, if they have 10 problems in a day, they sleep better at night because they feel useful. So I think problems as entrepreneur, you know, the more problems is basically just that you know, I just have more to do, and and uh, and I'll feel useful. Um, so that's one thing. The the the, the, the most uh, I think one mistake I I sold my first company, uh, and I was a multi-millionaire on paper, so I got paid in stock. And the interesting thing is that uh, if you become uh, successful, then then uh, there will be a lot of advisors, right? People show up giving you unwanted advice, and you won't know who to trust anymore. So there were people who said, "Oh, you're." stupid for selling too soon and then people said oh you should have sold earlier other people said well you should sell your stock today because it's all gonna go to shit Um, and at one point you won't know who to listen to anymore so i think what i learned then oh and uh, of course uh, two years later all the stock went uh, uh, south and uh, uh, i lost my paper uh, uh, millions um so that was a sort of a, a rough time where i went from poor art student to a multi-millionaire back to poor <laughs> entrepreneur um, and i think the lesson i learned there is that you got to find people around you that you trust and you got to find those people before you need them so you build up a relationship you know all right these people when they give me advice uh, i can trust it uh, and that's important i i don't mean find a mentor i mean finding people who uh, can be honest to you and sometimes it's as simple as just explaining a problem and by explaining it's you're really explaining it to yourself and you know the answer halfway through your story right it's like a, like talking to a mirror yeah. um, but that's my lesson I know I, ha- I, I now have some people that uh, I know I can call in the middle of the night if I have a business issue and, and they've all been there through the same uh, uh, problems and I can talk to them for 10 minutes and then either they say one word and I'm like shit yeah now I understand it or halfway through I'm like hey wait a minute I already Understands the problem, and I know the answer. Sure,
0: banterers, you know, failure is actually a process which everyone needs to go through. Uh, don't fear failure because failure actually helps you learn and gives you direction to where you need to go. Banterers know that I have had a project in the past, in fact, a few, but one big one which hurt me terribly, and I lost. Tons and tons of money, a lot of pounds in the hundreds and thousands of pounds uh, in running this project. And it was all down to the team. Um, I mean, I'm not blaming the team, but it was actually the people I surrounded myself with who were not who I am. And as entrepreneurs, we want to make sure we have the right team around us. And that's really important. Boris, what did you learn from this failure? Because that, you know, it's all about validation, going back to the drawing board, understanding the mistake you've made, and then moving forward. Brushing off your shoulders and saying, Right, let's go for it. What did you learn from this failure that you've applied to your successful business life today? Just one sentence of what you learned would be fantastic.
1: I think I learned to deal with disappointment and understood that it's just a valuable part of of doing business. It's not something to shy away from, it's just, uh, uh, it's almost like Doing a sport or or fitness, right? If you're going to complain about every time you hurt yourself, then you're not going to have a good time. (laughs) At one point, you understand, well, this is part of it. You know, I'm sweating, I'm getting tired, my my muscles are part of the process, and it makes you feel even better when at the end of the match or or at the end of your workout, you you wrap up and you're like, all right, I did it.
0: Exactly. You stand up, you brush your shoulders off, you look up and look forward, and Progress. That's what it's about. And that's what entrepreneurs do. We never get knocked down to the point where we don't stand up. So, banterers, take notes, stand up, and give it your best shot no matter what the problem, no matter what the hurdle or the challenge you have in front of you. So, how do you figure out what people want to buy or need before people themselves know what they want to buy or need? Because that is how products that is how ideas come about because we're trying to solve a problem or we're trying to help people understand this is what they need in order to solve that problem so boris how do you go about all the methodology methodology you use in order to find out what people want and actually give them that how do you go about identifying that
1: yeah, I'm of the the school of thought that, you know, you should build something that you yourself want to use uh, but there, it's it's there's no clear strategy that works because the problem there is that you build things that only you want to use so, uh, you know, there are entrepreneurs who say, no, 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 you shouldn't build what you, you yourself need, you should talk to your customers and build something for them because that's, you know, that's something you can sell um, but then I've seen entrepreneurs build something for clients but their heart wasn't into it because it's not something they enjoyed using so there's downside to that too and 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 to be honest i haven't found the perfect answer and I'm, i'm i think it's one of those things that every entrepreneur struggles with um you know both strategies have some sense to them uh and you end up just doing what works for you and, and, and I hope for the best.
0: Absolutely absolutely and I love that quote from uh, Wayne Gretzky where he says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take mm. banterers it's so important that I follow through I have it written on my wall in the office it is something that I follow through because it's true if you don't try and you don't make the effort of actually finding out whether this would work or even give it a shot then you don't know what you're missing or what you might have missed. So it's really important that you give it your best shot. And in terms of marketing, I mean, you know, this is what it's about. Any business, we want to make sure we're at the top of the game. We are made aware through our marketing. We want Exposure in the best way possible. How does TNW stand out from the crowd in terms of marketing? What are your favorite channels that you use to market TNW? And what is the the best uh, potential or the best audience-grabbing marketing channels that
1: TNW uses? So, uh, of course, we do all this and we think about marketing uh, very hard. Uh, I think one thing that sets up us a part is that we never think like how is how are other people doing it it's it's more like i how would i as a person talk to another person uh and and probably like how how would i talk to another person if he's my best friend right so we joke around we don't take ourselves too seriously um and i think that's apparent when you look at all our marketing uh, and how we act on social media, uh, I think that's something that people like from us. Uh, you know, we're, we're, like I'm, I'm often, you know, involved in jokes. Uh, we, we like uh, at least once a week we'll write something on the site that isn't really true, just because for the fun of it, right? So I think that's that's the main, uh, yeah, the main philosophy there. Talk to your audience like it's your best friends.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And banterers, uh, check out TNW all over the web um, because there is uh, so much great social um, imagination taking place through their branding. Um, A lot of it is fun. A lot of it is uh, company culture that takes over on social media. I absolutely love it where there's banter within within the company, within each other, with the people across the globe, wherever their staff are. Um, It's absolutely amazing. Their social media is phenomenal. Their online marketing... I absolutely love it. It's one thing I follow uh, very consistently. Boris, what daily habits and mindset have helped you become a successful entrepreneur?
1: Um, I think two things work for me. So in my daily schedule, I try to go uh, and work out, do something in the morning uh, before I go to work. So I'm, I'm sort of relaxed and um, uh, I got my heart racing at least once. And so, so that's sort of my start of the day and i try to end off the day uh, by making dinner for the family at home and that's a like a nice way for me to relax uh, just going uh, going out and uh, for groceries uh, helps me sort of reset my mind i go through what i I thought about the whole day and and then I can take some distance and then I go go home and make dinner. And, and the good thing about making dinner is that it doesn't even matter if it's good or bad. It's just a, <laughs> like a solid thing that you can, you know, you see, see the result and the feedback right away. Like if you're building a company or a product, everything is very far off in the future, right? You do something and you hope that one. So, uh, and that, uh, yeah, that gives me sort of, that relaxes me at the end of the day. Uh, it's also a very fundamental thing where you at the family. <laughs> That's the first basic thing you can do and uh, so, so that's the end of my day usually
0: oh that's fantastic Banter is you know getting outdoors for me is the number one I must get outdoors into the wilderness into the outdoors at least 15 20 minutes a day sometimes it's 5 o'clock in the morning sometimes it's 5 o'clock in the evening It's sometimes it's in the middle of the day but I love to get outdoors hence one of my other startups which uh, I started which is called naturekicks.com and a lot of you know about Um, It is all about getting outdoors, clearing the mind and enjoying thyself. Uh, I also love cooking Boris, and I do cook... uh pretty much daily for the family. I absolutely love it. Uh, Banterers, I want you to know the guests I bring to you and I are always here for you and here to help you. If you have any questions or feedback, please drop me an email or simply comment on this podcast page. Also, kindly head over to iTunes after the session and review the Business Banter podcast. We couldn't do this without you and your ratings and reviews are so, so important and helpful in crafting and creating future podcasts. Boris, now this could be a game changer for our audience. I mean, the one thing that I absolutely love and one of the things apart from getting outdoors, I do first thing in the morning and a lot of the times before I go to bed is I open Trello. I love Trello as a task management online software and I use it religiously. Um, It helps me manage my teams. It helps me manage the projects. it, It gets me going as far as knowing what's happening in an hour's time tomorrow, day after, week after. So so what is the one tool that you could recommend that has revolutionized your business and, and that would be invaluable to the business banter community?
1: yeah I thought about this a little bit there are so many tools that I love but there's a new tool that I started using a while ago which uh, which I think is most useful for you to, to hear about and it's called WorkLife so it's worklife.com and uh, it integrates with your Google Calendar and it helps you structure your meetings so uh, it's like a shared page where you can add notes to a meeting, you can look at the page together, you can add uh, tasks, uh, notes, to-dos uh, It's 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 a very simple but but um, uh, yeah a, an efficient way to uh, have a meeting together and, and walk out of the meeting and know exactly All right, this is what we discussed uh, this is what we're going to do uh, next and you get a reminder if you forget so uh, that really added structure to uh, my meetings and I can highly recommend it
0: brilliant worklife.com uh, I haven't used I've heard about it but I haven't used it at all I'm going to have to try it out banterers check it out worklife.com if it revolutionizes your business then you can thank boris for it boris as entrepreneurs you know we need inspiration we need uplifting sometimes we need a lot of motivation and and that is everything to us so what parting words would you like to share with the business banter community
1: um i i'd like to say that you know, being an entrepreneur is, is very tough but it's also one of the nicest jobs in the world uh, if you're fit for it uh, it gives you freedom uh, it, it uh, uh, allows you to use all your creativity and all the talents you have uh, and you're going to need them as well <laughs> um, uh, and then it's just one of the best jobs in the world and even when it's the worst day uh, as an entrepreneur where you lose money uh, I still think there's not another job I would like to do in the world
0: Absolutely and I agree 100% banterers there you go you've heard it you know the thing is there's no such thing as good or bad business or good or bad ideas there is only distractions or non-distractions it's how you grab the bull by its horns and take it in a direction that you want that project business idea startup or whatever it is you're doing to go so it's something inside of you as entrepreneurs we are strong enough to do that. You just have to be very resilient. And remember, there is no good or bad ideas. It's just the distraction that stops you from doing what you want to do. Pantras, there you go. You know, Boris and I want you to be successful in your everyday life and grow your business life with smart actionable ideas. banterers. it leads me to say if you want to learn more about Boris and TNW, go ahead and check out thenextweb.com That is thenextweb.com There is so much great stuff there. You can learn from TNW including uh, reviews, startup news, special offers, and conferences in Europe and in America. It's got a lot of gold there. So stay tuned into what's hot and what's cool sign up to their newsletter and grab every bit of information they give you boris where is the best place for the business banter community to connect with you
1: uh i'm on twitter uh instagram snapchats everywhere so uh, i think the easiest thing is to follow me on twitter and uh, usually i reply if you have a question so go and try that Fantastic Twitter, it is. Go
0: ahead and connect with Boris there. Thank you very much. Awesome. Banterist, thank you for listening to the Business Banter podcast. I am your host, Shamir Shah, and we've just rocked out with the founder and CEO, Boris, from the next web. Thank you very much, Boris. My pleasure. BusinessBanter.com is all about getting the latest smart content and business growth tips directly to your inbox. So head over to businessbanter.com and sign up to our newsletter. Sign up today for free and be the first to get notified on new stories, podcasts, and learning modules.